Howdy do, it's Cena the Pooh. No, I'm kidding, that was weird, but it's cool. Welcome back to another episode of the Talk Too Much Podcast. This episode is a special episode, as I say every single freaking week. But this week, there's a couple reasons as to why it's a special episode. Number one, it is the first episode. The Talk Too Much Podcast is being released under the Non-Refungible Network, NRN. NRN is a network that I've joined um, in the NFT space where I will be distributing my content through. Uh, So yes, this is the first ever official NRN Talk Too Much podcast. Uh, The second reason why it's special is, well, I'm interviewing Psyduck, one of the bigger NFT influencers in the space. Psyduck is the holder of the one-of-one demon cat from the Cool Cats NFT project. That's what everybody in the space knows him for, is he bought the Demon Cat. The Demon Cat is one of the most special cats in the Cool Cats collection. So, many of you are wondering while I'm here talking my ass off, Sino, why did you have Psyduck on? Um, Well, as many of you may know, the Cool Cats team was supposed to release Cooltopia and the Cool Pets game back uh, in early February. But when the game was released, it was attacked by lots of bots, so it had to go back under construction. And since then, the team has been working on the milk token and the game, uh, beefing up its security, uh, making it better uh, before releasing it again to the public. And since then, there's just been a lot of noise as to, well, what's going to happen with the Cool Cats? Uh, There's been a lot of FUD regarding the Cool Cats. So There's been a lot of, uh, let's just say... People in the space have lost their faith in this team because of this pushback. A lot of people have sold their cats. The Cool Cats floor went from 15 ETH to 8 ETH. Um, so why is that? Why is all there? Why is there all this fud? Is it justified? Um, is the is the team really? Did the team really mess up that bad? And this is the most important question that I want answered through today's podcast: Is should we still have conviction in the Cool Cats team? I'm going to go ahead and answer that. From my perspective, yes, we should. Um, But I want you to come up with your own opinion after you watch my interview with Psyduck. So, without further ado, let's get into it. You know what I'm saying? Let's get into it. The graph is an indexing protocol used to query data from blockchains, player-to-player networks, or just storage networks like IPFS. Why is the graph so important? No application can be built upon these networks without the graph. Think about how long it would take to find one piece of data without the graph. The graph lets you index any blockchain, any storage network, any player-to-player network, and grab whatever piece of data you need to build the application you're building. The graph also makes data an open market. You can signal your favorite subgraphs on the graph's decentralized network to earn more GRT. That's right. Data is an open market. You can earn more GRT by picking the right subgraphs. The graph also has the Subgraph Studio, where you can actually create your own subgraph and publish it on the graph's decentralized network. This means other indexers can come in and signal on your subgraph. Connect your wallet to the graph's website and start signaling other subgraphs or publish your own subgraph today to earn more GRT. Developers, crypto investors, NFT collectors, 
Wherever you find yourself on the Web3 spectrum, the graph is without a doubt one of the most vital protocols to your niche's success. Web3 marks the ushering in of a new technological era. What this means is that all data is stored and processed on open networks with verifiable integrity. And the graph makes all this data accessible to you in a fast, easy, and secure manner. Visit thegraph.com or check out any of their social media pages to find out how you can play a role in their ecosystem. So uh, thank you so much, Psyduck, for, for doing this with me, for taking the time to do this with me. I really, <clears throat> I've been a little bit confused lately, I'll, I'll admit, uh, in the NFT space. Um, the Cool Cats uh, project, which you own, one of the most rare cats, and the, the NFT project, which I've been the most invested in, there's been a lot of, I guess, FUD around this community and around the Cool Cats brand, and I think it's been ridiculous and i wanted to kind of like delve more into it and why things like that are happening and then i also want to kind of talk about the future of the cool cats as well so but before we even get into that uh psyduck if you want to please uh, introduce yourself and say it in your own words what's your relationship with the cool cats brand hey everyone so yeah psyduck here i got into nfts uh early 2021, like many other people did, um, started in the CryptoPunks Discord and community and uh, kind of started branching out. Uh, CoolCast was a project that was dropped in that Discord um, when it was still minting, actually, and I just immediately saw them and it kind of caught my eye. I thought they were just really interesting, really different, really cute, and I minted a bunch, obviously, and um, it, it didn't stop there. You know, I, I actually sold a bunch, but I also bought a bunch on the way up too. And so, you know, my journey while, while I was a, a mentor, you know, I, I've always just been a part of the community from uh, just championing the cats to starting the trading post to um, being a part of multiple uh, Twitter spaces, um, just talking about, you know, rarities of cats and how to look at them and, and training them. And just you know, been a big part. It's been uh, the biggest community I've been a part of, obviously, um, for a long period of time. So uh, yeah, that's me. And before I guess we go even further, is uh, what? How did you get your demon cat? Yeah, so the demon cat was um, it was actually given a it was it was a it was a giveaway. I did not win it, um, but it was, I forgot what the mechanics were of the giveaway exactly. I think it was um, it was just a random person that like entered the giveaway. It was really early on, and uh, it was lit off. This uh, the person's still on Twitter. The person still has cats, and you know obviously I knew I wanted a cat. Um, I knew I wanted an unknown cat. I actually had. I had purchased the full dragon, which is the top, the headpiece and the body piece dragon costume. I purchased that really early on for, I think, 6.9 ETH in the first two days, which is really high. Mm -hmm. uh, but I knew I wanted to kind of take that game up even more and, and get a one-on-one. -on -one. And at the time, I think I bought it for, I don't even remember, it was like 50 or 60 ETH, uh, which is again, another all-time high. And um, I bought it from him and yeah the, the rest is history um very nice person uh, but I, I did not win it unfortunately but it's sort of become my identity which is which is really cool especially early early on yeah it has honestly when i first saw that cat i like put out a tweet uh, back in august or I, I forgot when i first saw that cat i was just like i have two questions because of this i was just like i i for sure have to own that cat one day so 
is that cat ever going to be for sale or is this thing going to your grave with you? <laughs> I think, I think everyone has a number. I, I firmly believe okay, that. Yes. So I would say, yes. Um, you know, anything in my collection is for sale for the right price. Um, I think I'm not the type of collector where there's some diehard collectors. I think that will like maybe Andrew Wang and his upside down cat are you, I think yeah. you know, that would just never sell their, their, their cat. Um, for me, obviously, I do have a lot of attachment to it. Um, <laughs> you have to. Demon I, I do, right? I have a ton. It's like it's become part of me. But at the same time, sometimes I, I think it's it can be good to let go and, and to um, bring on a new face or bring on a sort of a new identity and kind of change and reinvent yourself in some cases, too. I, I do agree 100 percent with you there. Um, I'm not saying like I have a couple of favorite NFTs, but I start to realize as well that it's what you just said is key. Like it's actually really good to let go sometimes of your NFTs, take profits or whatever, however you see it. Yeah. Um, but I want to kind of talk about the, this cool cats community because I, everybody was very excited to begin the year for uh cooltopian milk. Um, and then once it got pushed back or once it got um, attacked by bots and they had to go back to the drawing board and, and refix the system. Ever since then, there's been a, apparently a lot of, of FUD on Twitter and, I haven't really seen it directly, but then I've seen some like a little bit of it from time to time, mm -hmm. but yeah. I hear a lot of my, my friends talking about it. And I wanted to first ask your opinion. Do you think that some of the negative noise is justified or not to start off? I think yes and no. It's a really interesting place, right? Because, because the NFT space is just, it just moves so fast. And so people's perceptions of, you know, justified or not or right or wrong is, yeah. is skewed, right? Like what is normal in the real world, which is like delays are typically okay and sometimes expected is, is less okay. It's less forgiving in the NFT world. So I think it's just, um, it's, again, the, the pace is totally different. So in this world, um, yeah, maybe it is justified, right? Because there's, there's just so many projects releasing on a daily basis People are trying really hard. The stakes are very high. The bar is pretty high, you know? And so very small slip-ups can, uh, can be detrimental to some projects or some communities. And I'm, I'm starting to realize what, what you just said just now about how, you know, everybody, every company in the world wants to get into the NFT space right now because they just see it as like a, they see dollar signs around it. They say, if we can execute this right, we can make a lot of money. But they also don't understand just how hard it is, like what and what it takes to build in the space as well. Because for me, I I think that uh, I fully agree with you. I, I I was a little bit you know off put by all, all the pushbacks, but at the same time, I I do respect the utility behind the product they're trying to build. So my next question would be, <clears throat> what do you see now as the future of Cooltopia? Do you still see the game releasing and, and living up to expectations? I do. I think I see the game really seeing. I think expectations are kind of hard to um, to pinpoint now because I think people have different like people's expectations are sort of all out of out of whack now, depending on who they are. Right. I would say a lot of the people. I would say a lot of people have felt like they've been let down, right? And they and they're kind of just disappointed versus like being particularly angry. They've, they've just lost a little bit of trust. They're a little bit more skeptical now. 
Um, and yeah, again, they just feel like they've been let down, right? Um, not just once, but probably multiple times throughout the past couple of months. And so I, I do think that's justified. Um, I think it's generally better to under-promise, over-deliver, right? So I think the team is understands that now, and I think that's what their strategy is going forward. So I think they're not going to try to hype things up too, too much. They're going to, because they want to be careful and, you know, release things in a way that, um, because sometimes when you hype things up, it's just like impossible to meet those expectations, right? It's like, the, it's just so, too, way too high to, to meet any kind of expectations. So whatever you do, you'll never meet the expectations. And so I think it's better to take it slow and to release a little bit at a time. I think luckily the community is, you know, the core community is super passionate, super supportive and knows that the team will, you know, is gonna be here for the long run versus if this were, you know, if Coolcast were like an earlier project, right? Or if Cooltopia were the first thing they were gonna release, then like there might be no one left, right? But, you know, Coolcats have been here since last July. And so I think there's been a ton of trust that's been built up. Um, and because of that, I think uh, people will stick around and they're, they're, they know that the team is gonna follow through um, or if they don't, they're gonna keep trying until they do get there. And um, that's what I like about the project and the team, you know, in this current state is like, I know the team is not gonna just run away, right? I know they're gonna, they're gonna ship something, they're gonna try their best. Um, I know they're hiring a bunch of people. They have the resources now as well. So um, I, I think it may take time, but um, I'm still positive about it. No, I, I definitely agree. I think that was a, that's a superstar team um, out there. And I, that's the reason why I – there's two reasons really why I still have faith in them, um, a multiple, but besides the team. And I also believe this is legitimately the most speculative reason of all time, but just their art – has the feel in my gut that it's just like going to be a major yeah. IP one day, like it, out of all maybe, and maybe yeah. it doesn't, but like out of all the NFT projects, I just remember when I stared at the cool cats, I remember board apes came gutter cats came and I thought to myself, okay, those are the two exact same art styles, just mm. different designs, but same art styles. And when I saw cool cats and like that pencil digital design yeah. and like the rough edges, and I was just like, okay, this is authentic. This is, this has to be the feeling people got when they first saw, you know, big IPs yeah. like Disney or Mickey Mouse. And what's a great sign is when you, when I still look at them, I still get excited. I'm so like, yep, they still look good. They, you know, they haven't really deteriorated. Um, I like that they look good at small sizes because of the the, the stroke widths. And I know Kalan actually optimized that as she was drawing them. So they look good on like social media networks and stuff where, where we all interact and sort of live. Um, yeah, I, I honestly want to say, like, I want to go out and say, like, like, I want to say so bad. Cool Cats are like one of are the best or like the second or third best, even though it's not really a competition anymore. Like everybody's on their own path. But I, mm -hmm. I just really like I people like I have so much faith in this IP. I, do, I don't know why. And, it, and the design, the design does play a big part in that. Yeah, there's something about the team, too. Like everyone is just so whole, wholesome, so friendly. Um, it's really easy to trust them, you know, and obviously we're all human and we make mistakes, but at the end of the day, I, I trust them and I know that they're going to follow through and, and that cannot be said for a lot of other projects in this space where um, the, things just don't feel as solid or, you know, confidence is not as, as much as there for, for these, for this team. It's like, you know, the, again, like no matter what state it's in, I, the, the confidence is there.
No, I agree. I think this is one of the most bona fide teams in this in the space. They're in the one of the like. I agree with you. They're one of the most guaranteed teams. That's why for me, it's like they just have to weather this storm for right. a bit. Yeah. But I, I guess I wanted to ask you, I wanted to go back to, to uh, Cooltopia and say, and ask you, what's your uh, talk about the, the milk token? What's your opinion on milk? And do you feel like um, the team has more work to do on, in terms of the utility of this token? And do they have to do anything to, I guess, make this token a long-term sustainable token? Yeah, it's really interesting because you know, when Milk first came out, obviously ApeCoin didn't exist. But now that ApeCoin's out, there's something to actually kind of compare it to at, at a similar scale. And so I think um, I think Milk is still in its infancy and really much in the beginning still, right? Where for for now, once once Cooltopia releases, it really just has one purpose, which is to get items to get your pet to final stage, right? And Again, I feel like that's literally just the beginning of it. Um, I think for Milk to succeed, I really want to see many, many, many more uses out of it, um, not just within the cool Topia, cool cats world, but even you know in ancillary projects or other projects too would be really cool to see. It'll be cool to be able to use it in in just many, many different ways, whether it's like marketplaces or buying merch or buying experiences, buying NFTs you know, modifying or editing NFTs. Um, there's just so much you can do with it. And um, similar to ApeCoin, we're seeing similar things, right? Where um, now, you know, we're seeing Yuga Labs may use it as a marketplace. They may, you know, other PTE games are being created that will utilize it as well. So I think we'll see a similar thing, um, but we may see, I don't, I'm trying to think of what the cool cats version of it would be. You know, maybe it's more gaming centric. Maybe it's more like, toy centric or kind of like fun activity centric. Um, I think I think there's a lot of use to it. I think um, it's on Polygon right now only. It'll be interesting once it's on mainnet as well and can be tradable there. But otherwise, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just really excited to see like what else can be done. I think it's just the beginning though. So what, I have two questions from that. Number one, what do you think of the milk token on Polygon? Do you think that it should be moved to mainnet? I think it's on there uh, for the game purposes because the game's on L2. And so it'll be, you know, it's cheaper to, to use that and to transact on it. Um, I think there's, yeah, I think, I do think there's a barrier to entry by being on Polygon, right? Like you have to bridge ETH, ETH into, um, into Polygon and you have to learn how to swap it. A lot of people don't even have, you know, that much experience swapping tokens on like Uniswap or, or sushi, mm -hmm. sushi swap, even in like understanding things like, um, like gas or slippage. Right. And, and that's why I tried to, I created a post that would help you and explain how to buy milk for the first time I created. A, um, there's a tweet that I wrote on that. And so I think there's a lot of education that needs to happen, um, just on tokens period, but then you add in the layer of, of layer two or polygon and it becomes even more complex. Right. And then you have like, mainnet polygon and 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 uh sorry mainnet milk and polygon milk and what's the difference and, and all that so it does get quite confusing uh, i think over time people will get, become more and more educated over it i think there's going to be a ton of you know polygon or l2 games coming out and so people again will get more used to it and more exposure to it and that'll, that'll be better over time and i i i agree with the the barrier for entry too that's why i asked i was also wondering um in terms of the milk token did you see it going to the price? Because I honestly had no idea it would actually 
when I when I did the math for the mechanism of the game and how each cool cat earned, I could not see that milk token going above, a, you know, a quarter of a cent. Did you see it getting to the price it was at? Honestly, yes, um, because I think in any this is like a highly speculative thing, and it's it once once it's that it becomes really disconnected from reality and what it is really used for. So. Uh, especially when it's early on, um, the price can just be super volatile, right? Because people are speculating and they're buying like crazy, maybe. Um, then you also have like, uh, you also have botters who can, you know, who can buy something really fast or sandwich attack people and the price can can change widely based on, the, on those types of actions as well. Um, so I, I think like in, in a realistic world, no, but in a speculative world where, um in the NFT and crypto land, people are insane sometimes. Things just don't make sense. And I've, I've learned that through multiple, multiple situations, right? It's just like some things, sometimes things just don't make sense and they just happen for the way. <laughs> like that's Honestly, the way what, what, make, what makes sense in this in this space is what doesn't make sense is what I feel like if that is. <laughs> yeah, sense. yeah. No, it's true. I'm like, I'm just constantly surprised by by the space every single day i'm just like wow like a rational person would not believe that would happen yet here we are doesn't like, it yeah. doesn't it feel like all these 2022 projects that have this like cute feel to them um doesn't it feel like they all took after the cool cats i think i think what's nice is the is cool cats spurred um a lot of i guess innovations in the nft space and and other projects take to them, right? Because they're smart and because they make sense, like like the way the tiers are done. No one really did tiers until until Cool Cats. Um, no 10K project, I think, did one of ones within the same project either, you know. And and now that's that's a norm. Um, and so I think in the art style too, right? No one really did these like thicker lines that were optimized for smaller sizes um they never there, were, there weren't too many of those like that textured brush style and in, in, the, in the strokes either they're all like digital you know it's kind of straight edge and so i think they've seen the success of cool cats right even despite all the fud or all the swings it's still it's still at a really high floor and that's respectable and that will command a lot of followers and copycats and uh, honestly, I feel like the only reason it dropped from its previous all-time floor was the the social FUD. I don't think there was any legitimate reason, which, by the way, as, as we alluded to earlier, it, you know, and it happens sometimes. These delays do happen, uh, and this space is a little, does judge a little bit harder. I was going to ask you, going back to, I guess, uh, the game, <clears throat> do you view for for now that we can just let's reset the table and say, okay, what happened happened. It's still coming. But for uh, a person that just now uh, is looking to get into the Cool Cats ecosystem uh, or someone that just heard of this brand, do you feel like the system of Cooltopia, of earning milk, do you feel like that's sustainable long term? I think, um, I think no. I think, you know, again, I think it's just a first step. I think they're going to have to add other stuff. We know there's going to be other stuff added. And so this is really just a stepping stone. And I think we're all learning how like games in this NFT crypto world works too, where normally you would expect a full game to be released, right? And like be able to play it and everything. But right now I think it's more 
it's more modular, it's more sequential where teams are doing things um, sort of one step at a time and taking it as they go. And so I think um, the team is setting things up in a way where it's, you know, they can be, have more creative freedom, take it in places where, where they want and not lock themselves in necessarily too early. I really see Quiltopia as um, this first phase of getting the eggs to final form. And then once you do, you know, there's a whole bunch of things that we can do, right? Or that the team could build in. Um, so I, I really do think this is just a setting the table kind of stage that we're still in. And I guess <clears throat> what I, there's, I've, I'm starting to notice something in this space too. It, it's, it's just that like, I guess everybody talks about, you know, having conviction in these projects and, and believing in them long-term, but any, any sort of news comes and hits Twitter, you know, I, all I see is the markets dwindle. So I guess I wanted to ask you like, what lesson can investors learn from this cool cats, I guess, saga, because I do firmly believe they're going to make a furious comeback. And by comeback, I just mean the floor price will get back to 13 through 15 ETH. What, what I guess, what can we learn as investors? Like what type of mindset do you need uh, in this market? Yeah, I think it's really tricky because people, um, people move on really quickly, right? Because like you said, there's these news, um, you know, it's really driven by, uh, loud voices and in, in the community and such and so it's really easy to become influenced or to you know become afraid and and to sell off and then move on to the next thing right uh, we see this time and time again where people will buy things and sell them the next day or whatever um, which is not necessarily good or bad in a vacuum because I do think that is a valid strategy depending on this on the strategies I think it's a matter of and then there's also a lot of FOMO, right? I would say FOMO drives a lot of this where like you feel bad because all your other friends are winning and you have like your money in cool cats or, or any project and it's not moving or it's going down and you feel bad, right? You feel FOMO, you feel horrible and you want to do something about it, right? Like you want to take action, you want to sell it. Sell it so I can like get the liquidity to do something else now with that money. And it's hard. I think, um, I think, obviously there's certain things you can do to prevent like diversification, you know, maybe don't have too much of all your eggs in one basket so that you can, so that you can hold your convictions tightly, the ones that you do like, and be able to stomach some of those downswings, right? Because the downswings will happen um, or, you know, choose, I think it's all about your strategy, right? Like, and, your, and, and, and what kind of investor you are, um, so, or, or like choose which projects that, you know, remember the thesis of like why you went in in the first place. And if it doesn't change, then stick with it, you know, um, until you see that thesis change, like maybe you really believe in the team or then the team, I don't know, does something that you don't like, then, then your thesis has changed or maybe like something with the art, right. Or you don't like the art anymore, then your thesis has changed. But if it hasn't, then maybe despite what the price does, Stick with it, right? Because your thesis and why you why you like that project originally has, has hasn't changed. And and I, I think I, I I'm kind of of that like what I try to do when I'm when I'm invested into these these projects is I'm kind of I'm not the best trader I'm not the best you know flipper so for me I am kind of yeah. you know I invest in teams and theses and I I just I hold and I just forget about it. And I'm, I've been trying to, I guess, put myself out of my comfort zone and trying to flip more. Like, just like you said, like 
buying and then selling it the next day. I don't view that as bad either, to be honest with you. That's a, a certain strategy. And that's just what the market offers uh, its users. Um, but I wanted to ask you really quick. I wanted to talk about to end this show because I know you have five minutes left. ApeCoin and, and Milk. And the reason why I want to say this is because the other day, uh, the Board Apes released this trailer and the Cool Cats, a Cool Cat was seen in this trailer. Now, there's many assumptions that can be made from this. Did the apes buy them like they bought the CryptoPunks or is it just a partnership? Is it just a, a, a simple collab? Number one, what are your thoughts on that? And then number two, do you see ApeCoin and Milk existing within the same ecosystem? Yes, absolutely. Um, I think collabing is super important. You know, like we all lift each other up in this space. The space is already so small. And so to have like tribalism or like individualism amongst projects this early, like in that way, it just doesn't make sense, right? And adds to the fact that we're crypto and, you know, a big part of Web3 and, and all that is like decentralization and not having mo these big monoliths, right? So I think like working together is great. And, and I think that's better for the community and the ecosystem. I think there will be ways in which um, Milk and ApeCoin can obviously thrive and work to, and, and like be in like, work in the same ecosystem and world together, right? I think there's there's a lot to go around. And like I said, I think, you know, these different tokens will have different purposes driven by the founders of the company or where, the, where these projects want to lean towards. Like ApeCoin is more, maybe more like lifestyle and, you know, a more mature audience, for instance. Coolcast may be more friendly, family friendly and, and thus have different purposes. So I think like, the purposes will find themselves, but they are definitely there and there's a lot of room, right? There's no way ApeCoin will just be like the de facto token of, of like NFTs and, you know, it, that just doesn't make sense. Um, so I think there's a ton of room. I think we're still very early and I think collabing and not having like, I, I personally am not a fan of tribalism or nationalism in any way. I think like we're all in this together. We, everyone says wag me, but I don't, I don't know. Um, I think like we really need to help each other, just, you know, whatever you believe, because it's just so early, you know, and, and we can all feel how small the space is still. No, I, I that's something that I've started to realize, like whether it's a very genuine space, but truth of the matter is there is like some elitism and, and like, as you just said, tribalism still, I do feel like in the space and I feel like over time, I think we should try to uh, break that down. To end the show, if you could give me one quick prediction on where the cool cats will be one year from now, what would it be? Oh boy. Um, in one year from now, I hope they're a household name. I hope, you know, I hope um, I have kids. I hope kids and families and adults can be in Cooltopia and just do fun things. I hope the I hope there's more uh, cat characters that that bring in more people and new entrants into this world. It's such a rich, fun, interesting, unique world, and I just want as many people as possible to experience it because, um, again, it's just so fun and mixed with the tech. I think that's where that's really what enables it too, and, and it brings it to an, a, a new, another level. Um, that so that's that's really my hope for it. I think it will be. I do. I think it's just a matter of execution. Um, and I, I also wanted to say thank you for, for taking the time to do this with me, especially because 10 to 15 years from now, I'm going to be buying your demon cat off of you. So it's cool that we can look <laughs> back. We're going to be able to look back in 10 years after I work my butt off 
Uh, and and we're going to look back and say, I call this on this interview. <laughs> Hit me up. But thank you thank so you much for having me. Yes, of course. I will be bothering you on Twitter Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'm going to promote it. I genuinely apologize if I'm annoying. So I just want <laughs> no to worry. All right. Thank you so much. Be safe, bro. Thank All you right. so much. See ya. Bye.